Okay, well, welcome everybody. Today is the Monday night True Life Networking Team call. And I don't know about you guys, but from what I see going across this entire country, we're all frozen. So you might want to take some cinnamon oil and put it on your bottom of your feet tonight, no matter where you live. (laughs) That's how I feel. But this is Jen Springer, and I'm a Young Living Platinum. I've been with the company since 2001. And as you guys know, this is our 20th year celebration. The company started last convention. It's going to go till next convention. And it's just the reflection of where we've been and where we're going. And it seems like 20 years later, you know, a lot of times when people are looking at a business opportunity, they want brand new startup companies. You know, you hear about this company starting up and that one, and there's this launch, and they've got the best products in the world, and you can get in on the ground floor and all this stuff. Well, I don't know about you, but I'd much rather be with a company that has a solid financial foundation that's proven, that shows their track record with their ethics and how they manage their money and how they handle when good things happen and how when bad things happen. And I really love the fact that Young Living is 20 years old. And funny story that I live in Fargo, North Dakota, and a couple of years ago when I moved here, uh, Monty took me to a meeting of a very, very large, very large network marketing company, probably one of the oldest out there, if you know what I'm saying. It wasn't Amway, but it was the other one, three was an S, and ends with two E's. <laughs> and this guy that was doing the meeting, or he was this big guy coming in, and you know, he lives in Fargo, but he's been overseas, you know, building his business and all this stuff. And he was part of a company that went under a couple years ago. It was a startup company, went kapoof, you know, out into this outer space, you know, grew really big, and then everybody blew up because that happens with startups. And when he decided to join another company, he chose Shackley. Like, out of all the companies that exist out there, he chose Shackley. And, you know, I wish I'd gotten my hooks and knew him with Young Living. I didn't live in North Dakota yet, so I can't, you know, I have no excuse. But I just, I think to myself, you know, here's a company that's been around forever. And, you know, and Young Living is a company that's been around for 20 years. And so instead of going with a company that, you know, has been only around for a month or two or a year, you know, this person chose a well-established company, and that's exactly how I feel about Young Living. With the proven track record, the growing leadership, the growing sales, and where we're headed, it's just, you know, to me, it's just like we're in the right place at the right time. And this month, we're on fire. I mean, are you all watching your team bloom? But I know I am. This is going to be the biggest month ever. I think Young Living is going to break all of their records. You're going to break all of your records, too. And remember, though, holiday season is in high gear, like high, mega high gear right now. And so there's going to be longer holds. There's going to be order snafus. They might not get back to you right away. Call back, okay? If we weren't in such high demand, because our products work, we wouldn't have these problems. You could call in any day of the week, the last day of the month, almost to closing, and you could get somebody on the phone right away. Well, that doesn't always happen because we are growing like crazy. You know, and so I just invite you to be a leader. Solve problems. When your team comes to you with problems, don't join in on the pity, pity bandwagon. Turn the problem around. Be of leadership. Solve it. Bring it to corporate. Show them your solutions. And in the meantime, explain to the individual what's going on. Hey, we're growing. Like what's, this is what's happening. You know, sometimes, you know, this happens. Or our company is run by human beings. You know, we might have a mistake. So in corporate always seems to fix whatever happened. The best part is is if they mess up your order, most likely they're going to send you whatever you needed to order and they're not going to make you ship the other stuff back. So I don't know. That's kind of a win situation. Sometimes I hope for mess ups. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't want that to happen. But I'm just what I'm saying. You know, so sometimes stock or, you know, offer a different suggestion to that person and something that might be comparable or explain, you know, when as soon as it comes in, I'll let you know. But in the meantime, you might choose this. So that's just what happens. Mess-ups happen. We're in a company run by humans, and that's just the way it goes. So be a leader. Complaining and gossip equals cancer in your teams and for the company, and that's just my leadership little note for right now. (laughs) So are you guys going to convention? I know it's really hard to think about that right now because June seems to be about 20 years away. I know. I know. That's how it feels right now because winter came like boom, and we all got smacked. But 
start budgeting your money now if you haven't already. Start putting it away. Any Christmas money you get or any leftover money for your spending that you didn't do, instead of blowing it, tuck it in your pocket and get ready to go to convention next year. They say it takes three years off your learning curve and you want to go to the event. And I can't even imagine what it's going to be like. I mean, you're going to want to be there just because of the party <laughs> or parties. There's going to be parties that Young Living's going to do. And then there's going to be the leader parties. And then there's going to be parties on the parties. It's just going to be fantastic. So you're going to want to be there. So last weekend, I did a workshop. I had about 20 people that joined me for my really big, you know, a twice-a-year workshop for the Aroma Foundation Techniques course. This is a course that I teach that is long. It's four days long. And um, I'm just saying I'm dragging my butt. So if I say some sentences sentences <laughs> that are a little backwards, you know why. I mean, it's just kind of where I'm at right now. But I'm so grateful that um, I was able to share my knowledge with people with the intention for them to help themselves and help everybody in their lives. And then hopefully those people will take information and share it with people in their lives and so on. And that's why we do this. You know, we were talking about how, from things like how cedar wood works to oxygenate the brain and how neurochemicals work when you take antidepressant drugs and everything in between, you know. And hearing everybody's stories in the workshop you know, it's really evident that we all have our own struggles. You know, everybody is perfect until we get to know them. And we all have physical, financial, emotional, relationship challenges. And that's just what we do in Young Living. We help each other rise up. It doesn't matter who's in whose team. We're part of a united team. And that's also part of the human race. I mean, that's the idea, right? But there's enough adversity out there with debt and job loss and sickness and pain, competing companies, lies, gossip, you know, all that stuff. The foundation of what we do is helping people get the junk out of their trunk and live their true life. So that's why my team is called the True Life Networking Team, and some of you are my extended family, so take you know notes and share this information with your people as well. So I'm just going to say, if you've been over to Gary Young's blog lately, you might want to check out some of the really cool stuff he's posting over there on the farming and what he's finding with different oils and stuff like that. His blog is dgaryyoung.com slash blog, B-L-O-G. So it's dgaryyoung.com slash blog. Some really cool stuff there, and I just happened to be there today, and I'm like, gosh, I'm going to just make sure I remind everybody this blog is out there because it's like Gary's brain, you know. <laughs> it's like kind of cool. So anyways, next week we're going to have Scott Johnson, who is the Director of Global Education and Sales. He's also a member of the Young Living Oils Scientific Advisory Council, and he's authored a couple books. He's really smart when it comes to health and fitness, so I'm going to be really excited to have him on. And then the week after, we have Platinum Yvonne Litza. We're going to dig more into Mastermind 9, and I know she's doing a lot of things with her team to gear up for 2014, so it's going to be really fun to have her on as well. So tonight is our weekly Monday night call. That's about, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 minutes. Who knows? We try to get it done no later than 8 o'clock so you can get back to your evening. And a little couple of things I want to remind you because we're almost uh, we're a third of the way through the month. Just make sure your auto ships and your orders are at least 100 PV so you get your full commission checks. Better yet, be on essential rewards so you never run out. You get the cheaper shipping and you get your bonus points. Um, right now, there's the Thieves and the Christmas Spirit Incentive for 190 PV. And for 250 you get the $20 enrollment voucher. And then for 300 you get those Slim Caps, too. And I should have taken my Slim Caps today because I ate a brownie, a gluten-free brownie, and I don't know if I'm really regretting that choice or not. <laughs> so get those free things right now because they're really awesome, those 15 mil bottles and the Slim Caps. And then check Young Living's events tab, see what's coming near you. I know things are going to wind down a little bit before the holiday, but then full force comes in after the New Year's. So anyways, I'm really excited about tonight's call, and it's going to be a little different than what we normally do because I had um, a bunch of questions come to me from one of my team members who is, you know, really kicking off and starting to grow her business. And I was thinking in my head, you know what? I bet you a lot of people have these questions. And why don't we do this as a conference call? So I had Monty text Haley Everson, who's the one that's on the call tonight, and she said yes, which I'm really, really thrilled that she's here. You know, we met her brother, I think it was like last year or something like that, in one of our local networking groups. 
And um, he's like, I think my sister would really love this. And he hooked her up, and she joined our team to grow a business. And, I, you know, it's just so delightful to watch her and her brother Nate because they are – their family to me is very interesting. And now, Haley, you're going to hear a little bit about what I think about you. <laughs> so <laughs> you're going to hear it. I believe your family is so interesting because you know, they come from the northwestern part of North Dakota, and both of them – that you could talk to them about financial investing. You could talk to them about real estate. You know, they got their crap together. I mean, I know you sometimes don't feel like your crap is together, but, you know, to have young people, like I, Haley, you're in your early 20s. Is it Nate in his mid-30s, early 30s? Yep, just turned 30, I think, 31, just, 30. Yeah. So just turned 30, 31-ish, right? And you are early 20s, correct? Yep, 24. Yeah, oh, you're almost in the mid. <laughs> you're almost in the middle. Yeah. You know, when I hit 25, I had a serious crisis. And, you know, with all my other milestone birthdays, I don't know why, but 25 freaked me out. I don't know what it was. <laughs> but, you adult. know, I know, I know. It's like, oh, my gosh, i got to be an adult now or whatever that means. But, you know, watching you guys as a family and how you were raised and, you know, your paradigm you know, are global, you know, you guys think really big. And I know you have real estate investments. You've had your own business going. You know, you guys are entrepreneurs. Your brother, Nate, has got, you know, some Smiling Moose franchises, and he's got his fingers in other things. And I just want to tell you, I think it's really admirable because people, most people that are your age and in Nate's age, their head is in the clouds. You know, they don't have a vision, and they are, um, how do you want to say it? They, they haven't grown up yet, you know, and what you're doing and what he's doing, and I know sometimes you work together, and I know you've traveled with him and stuff, traveled the world. I mean, it's really incredible. When he told me he was a pilot, I was like, what? You know, it's just like just crazy. And like you, watching you just follow your heart whenever something comes to you and you feel driven, you just follow your heart, and then you trust and you go. And I just think that's, like, super cool. And I know Monty feels the same way, so we're really blessed to have you guys on our team. And when he, when Monty told me that you had these questions, I said, you know, let's just record it because I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to want to hear this. So I just want to welcome you to the call and thank you for deciding to do this so we could record it. Oh, well, thank you, Jen. I don't know if you're trying to make me cry, but I'm getting all emotional now. <laughs> <laughs> well, put on some uh, some buck up oil right now. And <laughs> I don't know what that's the color. <laughs> Fuck off! I'm just kidding. But you know, people of your generation, you know, what are they looking for? Do you, I mean, you know, like when I, I know when I started my business, I was mid twenties, and I knew what I was looking for. But what are you looking for when you are starting a new venture in your life? I mean, I know you've had some big changes even recently. Yeah. Um. You know, I guess I I don't know about most kids. I know for me though, I'm in a spot in my life where it's, you know, it's like I have a lot of passion. And at this age, and I think a lot of people, you know, are trying to figure out exactly what to do with this passion. Um, You know, I'm grateful that, you know, my brother introduced me to the young living. But, um, you know, I'm working on setting up a life for myself. I want to become, you know, financially independent. Um, You know, you're talking about being an entrepreneur, and that's something that's very important to me. Um, You know, you and me were talking a little bit earlier about it, but I just, I cannot stand working for other people, you know. It's not that I, you know, I like being a team player and all those things, but I like to have you know, my freedom and know that I'm in control of my future. So I guess that's kind of like my big goal behind it. You know, I don't want to have to rely on somebody else to get me to where I want to be. Mm, yikes. That just hit home. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people on here going, I felt that way when I was in my 20s and now I'm, you know, decades have gone by and I wish I just said, I'm doing it, you know, because there's a lot of fear too. It's kind of scary when you make a big change and you move from North Dakota. Well, I know you've been in other places, but, you know, you move from North Dakota and you pick up and you're down in Texas and it's like, hey, what do I do now, you know? And that was one of the big things I had, you know, it's like for me right now, um, 
Young Living and one other network marketing company. I'm kind of dangling in a little bit. Um, you know, those are my only current jobs. And this last week I've been job searching, and it's just been absolutely miserable um, because I know that it's, you know, not where my passion lies. But that's kind of like a big question I've been having, you know, is like if I'm not working, you know, kind of finding different activities or, you know, where where do you suggest going out to meet people? You know, I hang out a lot at the coffee shop um, and whatnot, but, like, I guess I just don't know where to go out to meet people who, you know, are interested in what I'm doing and, you know, want to be a part of that. When I first moved to um, – let me make this sure I write down this question because my brain is, like, about that of a fly, and I might forget. <laughs> but what what happened to me is when I moved from Chicagoland, which I'd been there for uh, my whole life, you know, and um, moved there from to to Fargo. I was in the same predicament, and at first I was like, okay, you know, I just I didn't know anybody, and neither did Monty. Monty was kind of a hermit at the time, and so I'm like, well, all right, dude. You know, my thought was like, all right, dude. Well. You're not networked, so I'm going to go get networked. And what I did is I started combing the Internet for and, and all of – I would pick up all those free newspapers that you see around by, like, as you go into the grocery store. I would go to, like, the, to find out which the, are the main newspapers for the town, like the mm-hmm. big newspapers. And I would go to their website. I would um, read the boards when you go into the grocery store where they pin stuff up on the boards, like what events are going on and things like that. And so we just started picking up any information on anything going on, and we would start to write them down, and then we would contact those individuals who are running those events, whether it was a women's expo or a vendor fair, especially this time of year, there's a lot of them. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other big ones. I would um, try to think of some of the other big ones that I did at first. Holistic expos. I did farmers markets. You know, I did a lot of these different events. I just showed up, and oh, I did like the um, mayor, like no, it was the FM something or other. I mean, basically, if I could get a table there, I would go, and um, I would of course, try to talk to the public about what I do. But for me, it was really important to get to know the other vendors and the people that run it so I could get leads into more events and meet more people. And then from those events, I would collect names and I would follow up with that person and usually take them for coffee or tea. And that's how I would sit down and say, you know, I would say, like, here, example, I met a lady at um, Streets Alive, which is like a, you know, everybody get outdoors kind of day. And I remember meeting her, and she was somebody that was coming through, and she was a nurse at the hospital, and she was interested in aromatherapy and yada, yada. You know, she didn't buy any oils for me at that moment, but I made sure I got her information, and I said, I would like to talk to you about this more. I know you're here with your family and yada, yada could I take you to coffee and, you know, we can, you know, I could maybe help you with what you're doing and, you know, we can, I, you know, I'm really curious what you're up to and this and that. And so I would invite them for coffee or tea with my interest in, you know, around what they're doing. And that was how I really started to get a foothold in the co- community because now what happens when I go out, I hear this and I don't know if it's good or bad, yeah, I've heard of you. I've heard about you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that was the first thing I did was find out what was going on. You know, grab all of the little freebie papers, grab, go to the big newspapers, look at their event calendar, look at the boards going in and out of the grocery store, and just start writing all those down, find out who's running them, contact those people, and see if you can get involved. And, like, you know, whether it's a yoga conference or what, no matter what, just get there and try to get a table and get start just talking to everybody you know without the intention of selling them oil. That's also a big mistake because what I made, you know, is that we go to an event and we set up a table, and even if you don't enroll anybody, 
that doesn't mean it was a failure. The connections you make are the most important things because that's when you can follow up with the coffee or the tea or whatever you're going to do to go, you know, take them out for lunch, take them for coffee or whatever. And you can have that um, conversation with that person then where you get to know them. And it's not about me talking to them about Young Living at all. I mean, of course, that's my ultimate goal is to see if what I have fits their life or what they're doing. But it's like, Kaylee, let's, you know, you just moved to the area and you just need to get to know people. Why don't you just come and have coffee with me? We'll sit down and see if we can help you. And, you know, that's exactly what I would say to you if I met you and you, you wanted to get in. Say, let's sit down and have coffee and we will talk about, you know, talk about whatever, see how I can help you. And at that time, I would get to know you and talk to you and then find out, you know, is something that I have something that could fit for you? And um, that's basically how I got networked to begin with. Um, So that was the first piece of it. So I don't know if you have any questions on that or not. No, that's that's a very good suggestion because that actually kind of answered my second question along, um, you know, I... I tell people what I do, but, you know, then it's like to get someone really engaged and interested, it takes a little bit more. And I'm glad that you said, you know, don't go into it with the intentions of, you know, I'm going to sell you something right now because that's when I feel like people, you know, back off is kind of soon as, you know, I bring it up and, you know, oh, that's cool, blah, blah, blah. And then soon as, you know, I start to talk to people, it's like, okay, you know, it's like I can talk for ages about whatever. But when it comes to selling stuff, that's where I get a little awkward because, you know, without pushing people, especially when you don't know these people, you know, and that's what I like what you had to say, you know, getting to know these people actually and, you know, be interested in what they're doing also. Yeah, let's um, let's do a mock um, scenario really quick. Just pretend like we met at a booth or whatever and that you came to, you know, or we, you and I just bumped into each other. We're in the grocery store line. And so we're talking, and you just moved to the area. So ask me what I do for a living. Hey, oh, hi, I'm Haley. What do you do? <laughs> I sit here and I pet my cats all day long. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, oh my I, gosh, I love cats. I used to have one growing up. Do you have any cats now? Um, no, I don't. I'm actually allergic to cats. Oh. Well that's a bummer. <laughs> I would be like you have two dogs. <laughs> you do? How what kind of dogs do you have? I have a chi weenie poo and a foxy rat terrier. What's a what's the first one? A chiweenie poo. That sounds like a, a Mexican meal that went really bad. <laughs> it's a Chihuahua wiener dog and poodle, and it sounds like it'd be crazy and annoying, but he's the sweetest little thing in the world. Oh my gosh, that's really awesome. They're little dogs, then, right? Yes. Oh, I love you know I like the smaller animals because they're. Um, they're easy to pick up and carry around because I have this obsession with holding animals. It's, like, hard to hold the horses. So it, you know, if I have a small <laughs> dog or a cat or something like that, I feel like I can just love them and squeeze them and, you know, do all that stuff with them. Um, but you could just, just ride the horses everywhere around. So it's like they kind of pick you up and carry you around, right? Well, yeah, I'm kind of hugging them with my legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's vice versa. I know if I tried to sit on my cat, they probably wouldn't like it. So, uh, so you you said you're new to the area, right? Yep. What what brought you down here? It's like this kind of this far, you know, like from North Dakota down to Texas. Like, why would you come here? Um. Well, so I've just been wanting to move out of North Dakota for a while, just because I like change. And um, my boyfriend had the opportunity to transfer jobs and. I just came down here, and I liked it, and it was warm, and everyone's real friendly, and, yeah, just something different. <laughs> How long have you been here? About three weeks. Holy moly. <laughs> Is your head still spinning or what? Um, You know, honestly, it was, I mean, besides, like, meeting people and whatnot, it's 
been a very easy transition. Like, I don't know, we just got here and I felt at home right away, which was kind of weird. But it's just, I mean, it's such a friendly little town, and I just, I really like it. <laughs> cool. You said you're having um, a hard time meeting people, or you just feel like, what is that about? Um, I guess I just don't know. Like, I mean, I don't go out to bars, really. I mean, unless there's a good band. I love music. But I don't really go out, and, you know, I don't have a job. I'm not in school, so I guess I just don't know where to where to go to meet people. I mean, I sit at the coffee shop as long as I can, but. Yeah, I know. After so many espressos, then you start to swing from those <laughs> chandeliers, you know, and it's just like, then they ask you to leave. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, you know what? I know there's, you know, I first moved to this town. I was in your same situation as you, and I've got a lot of, you know, things that work for me. Would you want to grab some coffee next week and we could sit down and just chat and have some coffee or tea or whatever? You know, I love tea. There's one place over on the other side of town that's got the best tea ever. And you want to meet there maybe next week? Yeah, that'd be really cool. Uh, maybe you could kind of tell me a little bit more about you and, you know, what you do. Cool. Super. Boom. And then I would make the date with you. Awesome. That's, that's I love exactly. dating. <laughs> I love dating too. Um, you know, if if you had pressed me to know what company it is, I would have just said Young Living Oils. Have you ever heard of it? And you probably would have said no. And then I would have said, Well, what do you do? I would have turned it right there if you had kept pre- pressing me for what I do. Mhm. Uh, you know, I would have said, You know, it's Young Living Oils. Have you ever heard of it? And if you said no, I would say well, what do you do? You know, well, I just would bring that conversation right back to you. And if you had said yes, I would have asked, what have you heard about us? Or, you know, what have you heard? And then usually it's like, oh, yeah, I heard it's good. Oh, yeah, great. Well, what did you do? What did you do again? I, you know, what's your, you know, a lot of, you know, I would have, like, turned it right back around. Because mm-hmm. then when I'm, they did this study, and we talked about it last week when Sue was on the call, that um, they basically, you know, people of course, want to be heard. And they want, you know, they think that you're the coolest person on the planet when you keep asking them questions about you, about them, I'm sorry. (laughs) When you Mm -hmm. keep asking them questions about them, they think you're the coolest person on the planet and that you are extremely interesting. And they found this is actually true through this research study that they did. And Mm -hmm. um, so when you turn it back around, you make it about them, what inevitably happens is not that it's manipulation. Nobody likes to be fire-hosed. And so when you uh, turn it back on to them, it also takes that new awkwardness a little bit away. And then they're going to come around and always be interested in what you do, like genuinely interested in what you do. And that's the number one key for any of us in our businesses is to be more interested in that person than you have your own agenda. You know, be genuinely curious about them, get to know them, and if they tell you, like, I didn't want to do it for this situation, but I could have probably role-played with you for an hour saying, when you said that, um, you know, you told me you had allergies, I could have easily mm-hmm. slipped in the Young Living thing, but I didn't. You know, I just kept my tongue bit. But I would remember that. You bet a million dollars I would remember that when we had coffee. And I would bring it up, your allergies. Yeah. You know, and so, like, I, I take these mental inventories of, I didn't have a, you know, I don't have a notepad, but I have a really good memory for these things. I would say, I should have a notepad. <laughs> I don't. I would make a note. If I took your card or, and I got your information, absolutely, I would write on the back, talked about allergies, just moved here, got two dogs. I would take that note and I would review that note. I, I don't do it in, like, my, my iPad or iPhone, but I do it on the back of the card. And then before we would meet, I would review it, and I would th- that would bring in an opportunity for me to talk about Young Living products. And I would just ask you, I don't know if you're open to anything that's, like, out of the norm or, you know, a standard process and procedure, but, you know, Monty just fixed his allergies. He was definitely allergic to cats, and you know, if that's something that you want to know about, you know, I can show you my bag of voodoo. And that's, you know, that's literally how I would talk to you about it. You know, it'd be like really candid and kind of silly, but um, that's just the way I do things for somebody who that may not be their same type of style or even the business. I would probably talk to you about that and say, you know, Haley, I just, you know, you said that you just moved here and you're struggling finding a job and 
You told me that you don't want to be working for anybody else. You want to have your own freedom. You know, do you keep your options open with, you know, different income sources or, you know, tell me where you're at with that. And that's when I would bring up Young Living and, you know, I've got an online presentation I would send you to where I would talk to you right about it, you know, right there. So that's how I would do that initial conversations would be the first one would not really bring up Young Living at all. The only thing I would say about Young Living would be, unless I was at a booth and that's a different story. But even then, when people start asking me about the oils, I just say, oh, yeah, you know, if they're at my booth, I'll say, oh, yeah, you know, these oils. I work with, you know, people who have some blood sugar problems. I work with pets. I work with cats, you know, the cat shelter over there. I go and do stuff with those cats and work with kids and horses. And my oldest client was 103. So why are you here at the expo? <laughs> you know, and, and I would I turn it right back around on them because a little bit more small talk, they come back and then they want to go, wait, well, do you have an oil for... And then they would always ask me about something. And i go, well, let's look it up in the book. And I would show them in the book. But if I could take that initial weirdness of them away when they would stop at the booth, and I would mm-hmm. be like, you know, and I would, I would always joke around because, you know, we all have this, the, the booth awkwardness, right? You know, where you walk <laughs> up to a booth and you, you're afraid you're going to get fire hose. <laughs> right? And yeah. so – we all do, and I, I still do because nobody's nobody. Most people drive me crazy. That's what I say. So I walk in the middle of the aisle. But when people like when people would walk up to my booth, and they obviously see it says Young Living Oil, so I don't need to tell them what I'm doing. And they would kind of start looking, and and I would just say, Hey, how you doing? You know, how's the expo going? Do you find anything cool? That's always what I say, always. And um, they would say yes or no, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I would open that conversation without me going in on the oils. And then I'd say, all right, Kaylee, you know, if I found out what your name was, say, all right, Haley, let me give you the grand tour of my table. Over here are the oils for you to sniff and play with. Over here are some literature things that you can take home with you if you want. And in the middle here are some books if you want to look some stuff up. So if you have any questions, you just let me know. And then I would back away. And then people, oh, nine times out of ten, would say, well, do you blah, 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 you know, do you have something that works with this? Or, you know, they would always, always ask me that question because I would never pressure them. i just say, let me give you the big tour of this eight-foot table. <laughs> over here's this, over there's that. If you have any questions, you want to play with any oils, you just let me know. And I would just walk away and step to the back of the table and pretend like I was picking my nose or something. <laughs> <laughs> You know, just be like looking at the stars, you know, or I'm straightening something up or whatever. I would just let them have their space. And they, when anybody, whenever you give somebody their space, they always step into, they always step forward. When you back up, they always step forward and then they, they're curious. They don't feel pressure. So that yeah. was one of the other secrets that I would do. Especially when you're getting out there doing booths, you might, you know, have fun playing with this, you know, type of thing. And you'll find your own groove on what, is comfortable for you to, and you, and you, you've done a couple booths for us, with us, but the, um, the one that we had didn't have very many people that walked through, (laughs) you know, and as an example with the one that you were at, I know, I don't remember if we, if Monty had people he followed up with that booth, but that particular booth wasn't the greatest show ever, but there are other ones that, you know, we have met fantastic leads and stuff like that. So in your area, depending on your local area, um, Chicago is very different than Fargo. And I imagine where you're at is much different than where, you know, different parts of the country you've been in, even up, of course, up, I mean, I know the culture in North Dakota. It, it <laughs> takes you to like 10 coffee meetings in order to get somebody enrolled. <laughs> People you like know. free drinks there. <laughs> I know. It's just crazy. Um, you know, the other thing that I did when I got into town is I found every networking group possible. Um, so where you, you put your town in the computer and you search your town and then put networking group or networking club and then also search women's networking group. So, you know, I I would do a bunch of searches. So I would put in the town and then put networking group. And then I put the town and then I would search women's networking group. And then I would put the town in and I would put networking club. You know, and I would search those. 
and then I would show up to all those meetings at least once and see which ones I liked. And I would, I faithfully went to some of them every month and some of them became every week. That's how we met Nate um, was the every week one. And Monty now belongs to a boatload of networking groups and he enrolls a couple people a week off of those networking groups. Yeah, also, I was, uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I was uh, pretty excited. I went into a store the other day and was awkwardly like handing out business cards and flyers and whatnot. Right, right. And then um, I did get talking to one of the girls there, and she was kind of telling me a little bit about her store and what she did. And there is a big, um, like, networking masquerade party coming up this Thursday. And I... Um, I'm glad you, you know, kind of went over how to talk to people, you know, and keep turning it back to them and whatnot, because that was one of my things, too, is, you know, it's like, I want to talk to these people about these things, but I'm not really sure how to lead into it without just being like, please buy this, you know, like, it has know. changed my life, everybody needs this, you know, and so. Well, you know, like, the one number one thing is tell your story. You know, when people ask you, if they start grilling you on Young Living or whatever, you just tell them, I do Young Living, you never heard of it. No, well, what is it? Well, you just tell your story. Don't even tell them what it is. You know, for me, like for Monty, you would tell a story about the allergies, you know. I would tell the story about, you know, my horses being sick, and I was looking for a remedy that would work, that wouldn't be toxic, and my veterinarians were starting to get into these oils, and I was invited, and... You know, I would just tell the story in, like, less than a few sentences. And um, and then I would turn it back around and say something back to them as a question. And that's, you know, the story, your story is going to be the number one thing. So you just distill it down into, like, 30 seconds or less. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if they ask you about Young Living, again, like I said, tell them, you know, you've ever heard of it and, if they, if you want to bring it up as far as why, you know, if they say, well, what do you do? Well, you tell your story and then um, turn it back around on them. So how long have you been a realtor, you know, or what do you like about being a realtor? Or, you know, you say you own the bank, you got lots of money in it, you know, I'm just teasing. <laughs> you know, when you could, um, you know, oh, you just tell them a little bit, make them like want to totally know about you and you give them enough information to make them like really curious mm-hmm. and then if you like them you know you find out you tell your story and they're, you guys are grooving and talking to say hey you know what I got to go meet someone over there I got to get to those last few booths let's you know exchange cards and I'll text you or email you which is better and then let's go have coffee or something what do you say and that's exactly how I would do it so I could keep moving through the event and not be stuck talking to somebody for 45 minutes. <laughs> okay. Well, and then what do, what do you suggest, say, um, if, like, because I thought, you know, there would be good places to go into, like, you know, massage parlors, you know, talk to masseuses or salons, chiropractors, homeopaths, vets, and, like, et cetera, stuff like that. So is that kind of the same thing? Because I know those people, when they're working, don't have a lot of time. Like, is it okay to just go in there and start gabbing to them about it? You know, or what do you do? Like, I mean, do you go into, say, like different businesses like that and talk to people about it? I got two things for you. One is I'm super glad you asked this because so many people do this. And it's unless you have a really good strategy, you'll probably want to jump off a bridge pretty fast Um, (laughs) because people are going to get all freaked out because everybody does this, you know, and they get really defensive and creepy because they just, it's just, it's very weird. So my suggestion is, is to find these people through the networking groups. Chiropractors are like networking group maniacs. Okay. So they that's what they do. They get to the expos, they go to the vendor fairs, they go to the networking groups. I mean, they're everywhere. There's always chiropractors everywhere. So go to the networking groups for that. One thing I want to tell you is to go to, um, because of your youthfulness, I'm going to try to find, um, 
hold on. Let me make sure I'm giving you the right website. <laughs> Let me see. Um, there is a networking group it's often associated with the Chamber of Commerce's called YP Nation, Young Professional. Have you heard of that? No, I have not. Okay. Go to Y as in young, P as in Peter, nation.com. Okay. They have amazing mixers, social events. They're always doing stuff. And you could even look up your town and then put YP Network or, you know, Young Professionals Network in search Mm -hmm. and see. There's got to be a chapter in your area. It's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. The YPN, we call them YPN here in uh, Fargo, is outstanding. And if it's outstanding in Fargo, it's got to be better in areas that are bigger. <laughs> so yeah. check out YP Nation. And there's, all, like I said, chiropractors and massage therapists and stuff in there. So that's the first part of that equation. So go meet them there, in, you okay. know, where you could do this conversation, get to know them, you know, et cetera. The second thing you could do is um, your other approach would be this. If you want to do, are you a classes type of person, like doing little classes? Um, You know what, it's something that I would like to try to do. Like, are you saying like to attend classes or to put on classes or? To, to put on the classes. Yeah, um, that's something I would like to try because I have not done something like that and it kind of freaks me out because I feel like I don't have, you know, crazy amounts of knowledge on, you know, the business and whatnot. But it is something that I would kind of like to challenge myself to do if it's something that you think, you know, is worth it and not. Well, um, well, I'll have to talk to Monty so that we'll have to put together a strategy for you with that because I've taken my super brainy, dorky, melt people's brains until they leave cross-eyed classes. And I brought them, I'm serious, like they would leave and they would just be like in a trance and they're like, I know what you said was good and I want what you have, but like tell me what I need to do. I mean, people, I would melt their brains. And to those of you that have been to my classes, you know, like I know some of you are on here listening to me and you know that. Um, I keep it really simple. I use the home experience kit. I use that for every class I teach. Um, and I've got some coaching on that that's on the Our Simple Training website. But we can hook up with you on that so that you would be comfortable. Okay. Um, there's some different things we could do. But what I why I ask this is because you can go into chiropractor's offices. You can go into massage therapy classes or massage therapy um, places, or you can go into the local library. You could go into the Chamber of Commerce. You could go into anywhere, um, the park district, and ask if there, if you could, you know, if they have a space to rent for you to do a class. Okay. And often you may not even do one there ever, but you may walk in and start generate interest. Because when I first moved to Fargo, the first thing I, the second thing I did after I did my twenty thousand Google searches for what was going on and what networking groups were going on. The third thing I did was I looked for who does community ed? Like, who can I teach community ed classes for? And um, either the park district or it's usually done through a community college or a um, in this area it's done through the regular school district. And to teach classes for the community ed, they call it like for, it's like adult learning, doing that uh, also really got me networked in the community as well because people okay. would come to my class, they'd pay me to teach it, and I'd be talking about juicing or I'd be talking about the 12 oils of scripture, I'd be talking about, you know, essential oils in a natural medicine cabinet or, you know, I had like all these classes I would teach. And I've gotten so busy now in Fargo, I, I can't do them anymore. Um, I'm handing that off to somebody else. So uh, but that's another really good way to start networking and calling and finding out who does the community ed, adult education, adult learning. And they just start asking that question. You know, just even if you start calling, search that on the Internet, see who does it, 
um, and see if they'd be, you know, if you know, if, if they'd want classes, and then you from there can say, help, you know, what, what do I do? And I've got a, I got a million outlines to give you, and we'll tell you how to do the everyday oil okay. experience. But no worries. But first, you know, it's a good part. It's also a great way to generate conversation that's not threatening. Because if you walk into my clinic and you say, hey, my name is Haley. I just moved into town from North Dakota. I'm so happy I'm not wearing, like, 5,000 layers of clothes and 12 hats. But I'm looking for areas, you know, I do um, some classes, and I'm looking for areas in the community where I can host a class if I need to. Do you have any room available? And if you do, what would you charge? And very often, because you're not going in there selling them something, you're asking them if they have a space. And then they're going to say, of course, well, what do you do, Haley? <laughs> you know, and that's what they're going to say. And that's what you can say. I do essential oils. And they're going to say, which oils? And you're going to say, Young Living, have you heard of them? Yes, I have. Well, what have you heard? And, okay, great. Well, you know, is this something that you think would, you know, fit in here or I could, you know, maybe rent the class if I needed to because I'm getting my business going in the area and I'm looking for some partners so that I can be able to, um, you know, do a class, you know, so I'm not, you know, I live in an apartment right now and it's kind of small and, you know, my dogs are like chipoweenies or whatever they are. And <laughs> I'm just teasing. But, you know, you could, um, you, you bring it back, the conversation back to them and that you're there asking them to help you in a way without you selling them saying, hey, man, I got good stuff. And you open your trench coat and you're like, I've got all these oils over here and I've got nature red over there and you like to buy them for your clients. They need it, you know. That that usually doesn't because they get fire hose all the time with walk-ins like that. Mm-hmm. So that's what my suggestion would be is to go with even if you don't plan to do any classes, it's a great way to walk into the door without approaching them. Remember, if you walk towards them, and you can just do this as a social experiment. When you walk up to somebody that you don't know and you get close to them, what do they do? They back up, right? <laughs> And yep. that's, so if you go in and you start to walk and get too close to them, even on a a, a personal business level, they're going to step back and their defenses are up, you know, and you could be, you could be totally transparent and say, look, I'm Haley. I just moved the area. I feel really weird walking in here right now because I, you know, I don't know you, but you don't know me either, but I'm looking for places to maybe do a class. Um, if, la 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 and you can just go into it just be transparent and be yourself and just be how you are you know and really light and fun and they're going to feel that so awesome that helps so there's three big things for you you could do the find out what little areas you can go for events second thing would be the networking groups and the third thing would be to try to find somebody to or you could do the community classes or, and even approach those other people for doing classes or little presentations. Because they might even ask you, hey, I've been looking for somebody that does that. Trust me, they will. Because a lot of times the chiropractors want people to come do classes for their clients so they can service their clients more, or their patients. I've done many, many, many dozen classes in chiropractors' offices because they want me to talk to their clients about, you know, in helping them with their wellness. Okay. They love they love that stuff. So I, you know, whew, that's good information. Um, <laughs> that was a lot of good information. <laughs> I know. So what other? Um, we got about oh, we got about another ten minutes. Right about that um, before we wrap up. Do you have any other questions you want to ask? Um, I do have one other that I would definitely like to get to. It's just um, so I'm in New Braunfels, which is a small. Well, I shouldn't. It's not small compared to pretty much any town in North Dakota, but it's a small <laughs> town between Austin and San Antonio. And I don't want to just, you know, aim for New Braunfels. I want to, you know, take over the whole state. Who knows? You know, I just want to get the information out there, you know, to Austin and San Antonio and, you know, let people know that, you know, what I do exactly and, you know, where to find these things and whatnot. And I was talking to Mommy, and he gave me some, you know, excellent advice on, you know, how to kind of get that out there. Um, you know, I just made up a Facebook page and tried to create something on Google. I don't know if it will be up there or not. 
Um, you know, but what do you suggest as far as kind of getting out past, you know, just a little area? I mean, is it something where you actually have to get in your car and drive there, which, I mean, isn't a problem, but is there, like, you know, Internet ways, too, to, you know, connect with people beyond, you know, Google and Facebook or, you know, stuff like that? I would definitely, um, two things, let me write it down so I don't forget the second thing. (laughs) This is my brain going again. Um, I don't trust it at this moment. I even gave you the wrong number to dial in on, so. (laughs) I know, you guys, all of you guys have to watch me, all of you, always, always, always. If something's not right or whatever, I'm this numbers thing but okay the first thing would be um set i would definitely do it physically as well so but set up your days where if you're gonna go to austin or san antonio set up your days where you would have a bunch of stuff done you know like oh there's a networking group this time and there's a networking group this time or you could go in you could do you know set up your little day where you could go do a bunch of things at once so that would be one thing. Okay. Second thing is what I would do would be go to LinkedIn and search those towns and see if there's any groups. And Monty's the one that really asked about LinkedIn. I don't know much about it. But see if there are any groups on LinkedIn that are of your towns. It could be even your okay. little town that you're in. So see if, you know, and there, see if there are any professional networking groups there and maybe you could even strike up some conversations with those people and say especially like like you said massage therapists or chiropractors or whoever and you could um talk to them about um getting networked just say hey you know and you start a little conversation just say hey i'm new do you go to any networking groups you know which ones have you found beneficial would you like to go meet for coffee? <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is going to be like, you're going to be going to the coffee places saying, do they have like discounted for multiple appointments? I mean, there's been, I've had days where I've literally had five people in a row, like boom, come in one after the other. <laughs> and then you're like, I can't drink any more coffee or tea, you know, it's just like so funny. But, you know, maybe try LinkedIn is actually better for professional networking than Facebook. Facebook is good that you've got your page. Don't get me wrong. That's fantastic. But that's going to be more for your end user. Mm-hmm. And the LinkedIn could help you find people that are in the area that you could network with to ask where the best places to go are. You know, what, like Monty goes to BNI. Uh, BNI is fantastic. There's chapters. I'm sure there's chapters down there. There's got to be. Um, you know, to go find somebody who belongs to that group. You could become a guest on one of the, uh, for one of the days that they do it. Um, and that, I, you could maybe do a little bit of your preliminary stuff through LinkedIn. Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I thought I lost you. <laughs> I'm lost, you know, but let's, I'm found now. <laughs> So, like I said, um, LinkedIn would be what I would do to find out, like, to network online a little bit before you go and head over there. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, Monty, if you have questions on that, ask Monty. I'm not a super savvy LinkedIn person. Maybe if I was, um, maybe my life would be different. But I'm so (laughs) focused myself on Facebook because my presence is on Facebook that I know people have a great success with LinkedIn, especially for what you want to do to meet people that would know what's going on and to hook up with, um, that would be perfect for you. Okay. Yeah. And I did put something up on there. I haven't had much time to, you know, mess around and figure out the site either yet. But, um, and then the last thing was just something you and me were talking about earlier. You said you were successful within six months. Do you have any secrets behind that besides, you know, the different things we kind of went over and talked about today, you know, as far as networking and whatnot? I mean, what are your secrets? <laughs> when I first started my business, I, right for started Young Living, um, I officially started my business, I would say probably like August of 2001. I signed up in May. I was starting to do the business in August. I quit my full-time job by April 1st of 2002. 
And um, this is my strategy. And this is, you will, I, I will talk about it in a lot of the trainings I do and stuff. I, it's when I met people, anybody, I had no friends. Like if you asked me to make the list of 200 people, I had like four people on that list. <laughs> and so I didn't know anybody. So I had to go meet people. And um, I would meet them doing these public events, you know, trade shows, vendor booths. If there was a table that could be had, I would have one there whether it was a $5 booth or, you know, I was everywhere. I mean, everywhere. I was doing two to three events a week for my business. Mm-hmm. And this is my six-figure formula that I've, told, I've taught in class. Um, you do one networking event a week. You do one get-yourself-out-there a week, like a trade show, expo, vendor-bender, some type of, you know, meet new people out, you know, like that. And the third thing is you do at least one class a week or one presentation, whether it's on the business or on the product. So okay. it's like three three things. And so when I started meeting people and they, you know, I only worked with the people that were, that were alive. I'll put it that way. You know, I called seven people. My first show, I enrolled seven people. Out of the seven one of them told me to go fly a kite, and a few months later they called me and wanted me to come to a class. <laughs> so don't be discouraged <laughs> on the follow-up. The other bunch of them were like talking to corpses when I did my follow-up call. But then one of them was really excited out of the seven, and this is pretty true to the numbers. One out of ten is two out of ten are going to be pumped. Two out of ten are going to tell you to go fly a kite literally, or worse, and then the remaining seven are going to, six are going to be the ones you're going to need to really cultivate and weed out. But so the one that I called, the last one I think it was too, that I called, she said, I am so excited about these oils. I am beside myself, yada, yada. Um, I've got so many people I want to tell about them, and i got questions for you. And I said, you know what? Why don't you just invite your people over? I'll come over. We set up a date. And my first class with her, we had 20 people, and I think we probably did two or $3,000 in volume. It is. <laughs> so the goal was this, was to meet people, and then when I did my follow-ups, the ones that were excited, I would tell them to pull a group together, and I would come talk to them. Okay. Because they're going to say, Haley, my sister's got this, and my neighbor's got that, and my mom's got this, and my mom's got that, and so and so. And you're going to say, okay, fine, gather them together, bring them over, does next Friday work? And that's how you do it. So when you meet people, you want to get into their network. And the ones that are excited, you say, pull people together, I'll come, and we'll talk. And that's okay. just a way to start getting stuff generated. Because you're going to teach them to do the same thing when if they decide to join you in the business. Mm-hmm. So keep it really simple. Always talk from your EDR and use the home experience kit. And like I said, we'll talk about that later. But the desk reference is always your best friend. And, you know, when they pummel you with questions, you open the book. And then I didn't even go there with you about the business stuff. But, you know, I'm just trying to help you generate volume right away. Yeah. You, oh, one, one thing you do want to do for sure is when you are out and about and you feel people that are really jiving with you, especially if they're, um, in a situation where they maybe are not happy with their business or they're not happy with their job or they're looking to make extra income, you just tell them and be honest. Say, look, I just moved here and I'm getting my business going in this area. I am looking for two people to, to help me expand and grow in this area. And um, I don't, my brain just fried out what I was going to say. But that I would also approach it that way because you do. You want to find a couple of team members right away to help lock arms together to grow your business. Okay. So, and that be very honest about it. If they say, you know, Kaylee, I know you just moved here and you, um, you're looking for some income. You're worried about this job thing. My business is expanding in this area. I'm looking for a couple key leaders to lock arms with me so I can blow this thing up and I'm going to need help. If that's of interest of you, then let me know and we'll just talk about it more. And, Again, I always pull it away. You know, if that's of interest of you, then talk to me about it. Well, you know, if not, that's fine. That's totally cool. But if it is, let's talk so we can see if this could be a good partnership. Okay. And that's that. So, woohoo! Right Yay. on. 
Like, I know. High five. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for doing this with me. I know there's a lot of ears that are listening and serious note taking, but you guys, it will, it is recorded and, um, you know, you'll be able to listen to it again. And Haley, I'm sure you'll want to listen to it again, but, uh, it's a lot of really, really good information. So, um, thank you, Haley, again. And let me open yeah. up the lines. Yeah. Let me open the lines up for everybody. Oh, my battery is almost kaput. All right. Let me unmute this thing. Hang on. Okay, Good night. everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank for you. For more than one year.